This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. This is Jeremy and Eric here with Bucket Talk, powered by Brunt. This week, we have Corey Bosco. She goes by the handle East Coast DIY. But before we jump in, Eric, what's been going on in your world? Not much, not much. It is an odd 70 degrees here at Brunt today. We had the garage open, taking meetings downstairs. Super pumped. We got our, uh, you know, sets the tone for our new short that's coming out very soon that I've been wear testing and uh, definitely a nice breath of fresh air after the winter we just had. So warmer weather's on the way and it's starting to show up here. How about you? Oh, dude, we just... At our St. Patrick's Day celebration with the people from the barn. It's nice, you know, as much as we work for them, it's nice to get out and rub elbows with them. So that was a blast last night. We went to a place that had dueling pianos and got to get into the city, the old city of Portland, which was nice. But other than that, nice. getting some time off was good. Nice, nice. All right, yeah. let's jump in. Today, we're here with Corey Bosco. Corey has an Instagram handle, East Coast Florida DIY, and uh, she gets into the DIY world. Corey, welcome. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. So before we get into the latest and greatest and all things going on in your life, give us a little bit about your background as far back as it makes sense or as you're comfortable with, you know, where'd you grow up and, and all that stuff and the present. Goodness. Okay. So I am a Florida girl. I was born and raised in Florida. So currently living there, having gone far, grew up with a brother, mom and dad who were both teachers. And so I was on that same path as becoming a teacher in life, you know, graduated high school, went to college, ended up having two kids during that time frame. So it took me a little bit longer than, you know, your normal four years to get your four-year degree. So I started yeah. teaching in 2011. So I think it took me <laughs> like eight, nine years to get my degree. So, uh, so I was teaching for eight years or I should say total of eight years. What were you teaching? I was, so I've been a PE teacher, middle school. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Was that? So, that was my that favorite was class. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was like my favorite class growing up. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be a teacher, I might as well be able to like play dodgeball all day long. And you know what? I honestly loved it. Like, I mean, it was teaching kids how to play basketball, dodgeball, every sport you could think of. And I've always been into sports, you know, from a young age and it was perfect for me. And, you know, I coached my kids, you know, soccer. I was their soccer coach from the time they were three-year-old and three years old and started to play soccer. So I've always been into, you know, being active and physical and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So I'm trying to think here. So (laughs) I guess like a big turn of events, like in my life, I got married to my daughter's dad. So my first husband in 2007 and then 2008, my dad unexpectedly passed away. So that was like a huge, huge turn of events in my life. Uh, he was like my hero and was only 58 years old. And so it was completely unexpected. He was out surfing and got a phone call and I thought maybe he got hurt or something like that. And you know, ended up getting to the hospital and he was already, already dead. So from that time on, I mean, I kind of looked at life 
a little bit differently and, you know, living it to the fullest. And he always told me, you know, relax, Corey, you know, take it easy, relax, you know, enjoy life. And I think from that point on, I, I make a point to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that was definitely a, a, a big exactly. turn of events. In my yeah, exactly. Life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, I had young kids at the time. So at the time, you know, I had a three-year-old and then I had a one-year-old. And so my husband at the time as well, he was in the military, he got deployed and, you know, that was hard with the younger kids as well. So, uh, we had started fixing up houses and things like that. He was a, a contractor and we had, you know, fixed up houses and, and flipped houses and sort of kind of getting into the housing industry. I ended up getting my real estate license around that same time as well. And then that's when like the market crashed in 2008, 2009, right in there as well. So it was just like a whole whirlwind of craziness all back in that time. Looking back at it now, I'm like, Oh my goodness, you know, moving forward, I was still teaching, doing real estate kind of on the side. And then we flipped probably, I don't know, a few houses here and there. And then in 2015 is, or 2014, I should say, is when, unfortunately, we we separated, my first husband and I. So it was, you know, that's a hard thing for the kids to go through. They were a little bit older, so it was a little bit more understanding, but it was definitely, you know, hard to deal with. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I mean, I grew up with my parents, you know, separating as well. So, I mean, it was definitely one of those things that you always try to fight to make it so it doesn't happen. But right. in the end, it's kind of, you know, sometimes it's inevitable. So in 2015, end of 2015 is where I met Vinny. So my current husband and he has two kids. So we became a blended family pretty quickly. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and we ended up buying a house together and quickly got into flipping houses as well. He was always like super handy and which was great. I always joke around with them because my ex-husband and Vinny now, like they get along great together. Like they're actually pretty good friends. It's, it's kind of weird. People compare them to, um, what's that show? Step brothers. No. Yeah. What is it called? Step, what is it called? Well, uh, with Will bro- Ferrell. Oh and- yeah, yeah. What's that, brother? Yeah, they're they're friendly, yeah. but they they rag on each other or whatever. And- <laughs> oh my god, they're totally that's who they are, and it's so funny because Vinny would be like Will Ferrell, and then like you have uh, <laughs> my ex husband Mr. Macho, but they they go back and forth like comparing their muscles and all that stuff all the time. So it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty funny, and I mean it, it makes I guess co parenting so much easier when that's yeah, the case yeah, when they get along. I, could have asked for anything. It couldn't be any better. I mean, obviously not, not what you want, but I mean, it worked out perfectly. So um, that's awesome. Yeah. So Vinny and I uh, sort of flipped in a few houses here and there, and then he joined the military. He was active way before I met him active duty for like nine years. And he joined the military back up in 2019, just because when he goes to retire from his normal job, he'll be, you know, younger where to pay for like health insurance and stuff for a family is absolutely crazy. Right. So he's like, you know, I might as well go back in, just get my rest. I think it's like six years left and to get, you know, try care for the family for life. Like it would just be the smartest thing. So he ended up doing that in 2019, joining the reserves. And that's kind of where I guess the whole world kind of went crazy too. Um, you know, 2020 with COVID and that's where my journey with social media and TikTok and all that kind of began as well. Yeah. So it's interesting because, you know, you had some sort of experience 
with flipping houses uh, prior to and the real estate market. But how did this explode? How did you become this, honestly, internet sensation with DIY work? Yeah, it sounds so funny to say that too, because I'm like, wait, I'm just like a normal soccer mom guy. Right? It's, like, I'm not, <laughs> it's so it's so funny. Yeah, so 2020, uh, we were quarantined, so we started doing some outdoor projects, and we had bought a fixer upper at the end of 2019 that you know we were wanting for our primary homes. We knew that it needed lots of work. It was right on the intercoastal here in Florida, which was like our dream to live there, but. I mean, honestly, you know, I was a teacher, he's uh, in law enforcement. So our two salaries, we, we never thought it would make it possible. We ended up finding this fixer upper right on the intercoastal. And so, you know, we downsized to get here, but we were like, okay, it's going to be totally worth it. Yeah. So end of 2019, we ended up buying that. And then 2020 and when, you know, COVID hit, it was like, okay, well now we actually have some time where we, we didn't think we'd have months off of you know, our normal jobs to be able to just spend working on the house, but it ended up, I guess, working kind of in a good way because, you know, we had that extra time. So we started doing projects on the outside of the house and it wasn't until like May of 2020 that my kids were like, mom, you know, look at TikTok or I saw them doing dances and that sort of thing. And I, I just thought that's <laughs> yeah. all it was. I'm like, I, I used to dance in high school. I am not a dancer. Like that is not going to happen. And then I was scrolling through it and I'm like, oh wow, this app is like way more than just dancing. Like I yeah. had no clue. I think people's like perception of TikTok is, oh, dancing and lip singing and, you know, doing that sort of stuff. Well, but Jer- I, Jeremy does both those still. So it's, uh, it's th- not over. I, I, need to <laughs> I need to see your TikToks and you dancing. <laughs> we just so you won't catch to me that. ever doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd lose followers if I started dancing. <laughs> so in May of 2020, I started like I did my first post and I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Like I was never out to you know, try to get followers or anything like that. I was like, Oh, this looks kind of cool though. Um, so I did my first post, which was of our kitchen, our family room, and then out to like the view of the, you know, our backyard view. And it like within the first day, it got like 2.2 million views. Whoa. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is kind of cool. And Wait, I your first post on my first post. Holy yes. cow. I never really was into social media at all. I had Facebook just for you know, to post like my kids on there, like, Oh, my daughter got straight A's this semester or whatever it is. Just like the little bragging stuff that, you know, I guess every mom does occasionally, but I was never really into social media at all. But as soon as I got that, I was like, Oh wow, this is cool. So I was immediately thinking, <laughs> Jeremy wants what? to know hashtag you use on that, on that post. You know, you know what? I don't even know. And my, and my name at the time wasn't even East coast DIY. I just had it as like Corey something. I don't even know what it was. Um, <laughs> I have no, it was so weird. I was just like, oh my gosh. And my kids were mom. And I was like, oh, wait, is this like a big, big deal? And they're like, yeah, this is a big <laughs> deal. This is when you embarrass the kids. The kids are like, mom, how'd you do yeah. that? Oh, they were. And you know what? I kind of felt bad too, because my middle child, Brianna, she did TikToks. Like she liked doing dances and stuff hard, like that. Hard and at I mean, it. Yeah. Like she really did. And I felt <laughs> bad because I was like, Oh, like, is this like taking away from, did I do something good here? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I I, I don't know. So it was, it was, it was definitely kind of crazy. I still still remember that night. Like if it was like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, Oh my God, it's up to, you know, 500,000. Oh my gosh. It's up to this. Like they were freaking out. And I'm like, like, yeah. Yeah. 
it, it was pretty, but from then on it, I was hooked before then I should say I didn't record my life at all. I mean, you know, we had just redone our deck outside. We rebuilt the seawall. We had our dock rebuilt and I didn't record, you know, like I recorded a couple things here and there, like the daily progress or something like that, but not, you know, recording every second, which it kind of takes now to be able to make a TikTok. So I was trying to make posts out of, you know, photos and videos that I had kind of taken, which were just silly. And so I started doing like little, you know, little things around the house, like uh, refinishing some of the furniture, or I tried to kind of get into Amazon finds like, oh, this is my favorite product I bought from Amazon. And that started doing really good too. And I was just kind of doing it for fun. But by, I guess by December of 2020, I had about 500,000 followers. And so again, I was just kind of like, oh, this is cool, but never knew the extent of what it could become. Never knew really how people said that they were just like influencers. And that was what they did for a living because at the time, you know, I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't doing any of that. I was just kind of was doing it for fun. And it was kind of like a side hobby that I ended up liking to do. Yep. What was the big unlock when, when you realized, okay, wow, this is a fun little free thing to, wow, I can actually like, this could be something bigger. Well, in, so the end of December of 2020, I saw that there was like a competition on line, which was actually through Instagram, but I saw people on TikTok doing it too. It was through a tile company called Jeffrey Court and it sold mainly at Home Depot. So it was called the Jeffrey Court Renovation Challenge. And I thought, oh, what the heck? So what they did is they just basically sponsored one room of your house, donated the tile for that room. And it was like a six week challenge with, I think, 10 to 11 other designers. And I was like, oh, this would kind of be fun. You know, I was just kind of getting into, you know, trying to make content and and come up with ideas. And I was like, well, this would, you know, be really good for my followers to be able to see this kind of content. And we really have to redo the bathroom anyways, Vinny. So why don't I go, go ahead and apply for this? And, you know, I think I applied for it in November or something. And then in December is when I found out that I had been selected for it. So that was like one of the times that I'm like, okay, cool. This is really cool. We can get free tile. So then he's like, all right, I'm all for it. Well, then right about that same exact time is when he found out that he was getting activated for the year. And I was like, oh shoot, you know, every, every house that we had Oof, flipped or geez. remodeled. Yeah. We had done together. And so I'm like, I don't know how to do all the stuff that you were doing. You know, we had our little <laughs> things where I would do some parts, he would do some parts and we made a great team, but it's like, shoot. I'd have to do everything on my own. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, I was like, I don't know if I'm up for this, but I was like, no, you know what? I can do it. I can do this. So that was a huge challenge. You know, I went into it with him knowing that it, I think the week he left is the week that the renovation had to start because we had to start on a specific date and yep, end yep. on a specific date. Yeah. So I think it was like the, if I remember correctly, it was like the same week he left that I had to start this project. And I'm like, what am I getting myself into, you know, but it ended up being awesome. It really was kind of what jumpstarted, I guess my page, you can say, and was the first project of renovating my house while my husband's, you know, away in the army. And how'd you learn to fill the voids that, that Vinny was before? How'd you figure out how to, how to do this whole project yourself? Was it YouTube or... 
from the company or just push through it? Luckily, I was able to communicate with him, you know, through FaceTime and that sort of thing. And being (laughs) new, I would FaceTime him a lot and be like, all right, what do I do here? Um, I also YouTube the heck out of it. And then uh, a guy from TikTok, Misha with, I think his handles, Winnie period designs. Oh, Winnie, he does Winnie like all up in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's up near us. Yes. Mm-hmm. He does bathrooms, right? You've seen his stuff. He's oh, amazing. He's and killer. he commented on something of mine. I don't even know really how exactly it started, but let me tell you that guy saved my life because he was like, Hey, here's my phone number. If you need help, call me. This challenge was based on, you know, six weeks. And then it was based on voting and that's how you won. So the more votes you got, you won. And at the end you won $5,000. So he literally pimped my page out and was like, you guys go (laughs) vote for her. You guys can do this. And every day, like on his Instagram stories was like, go vote for her. And let me just tell you, like, he was so helpful. And I mean, we still talk, you know, every once in a while now, just with different projects and things like that. But it's crazy because, you know, through social media, people on there, you, you know, you learn so much and YouTube, you can, you can pretty much learn how to do anything on YouTube. Yeah. If you have the patience and you can put in the time and, you know, and, and the odd hours or whatever, if the kids are in bed or you're off work, you can, I mean, yeah, it's like self-taught. It's the new college. I mean, YouTube college, it, not to mention it, a lot of the creators out there, they just actually want to help. They want to put out content that is helpful to their audience and their unfound audience and kind of share their experiences. And most of them have come from like humble roots like us or, or you. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's exactly what I found from him. You know, he was like, listen, I'll I'll help you whatever you need. Uh, You know, never ask for anything else in return. Right. So I completely agree with that. And, And most people I've run into, but I should say not all, but most people are like that on social media. I've run into a few that, you know, that's not necessarily their goal. You know, they're not out there to necessarily help, but I have noticed that with him and then Jeff from home run and vision DIY on YouTube, he yep. was like one of those ones that I was like a go-to. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much finished that bathroom in six weeks. And with the help of TikTok, Instagram, and like I said, Misha he ended up winning the challenge and got $5,000 <laughs> plus the it free was- tile. Yeah. Plus free tile. Exactly. I mean, it cost me a lot more than $5,000 that I won to do it, but (laughs) because at that time lumber was going crazy. Oh, I know. Lumber spiked up right then too. Yeah. At least help subsidize the project and you got a nice, you know, nice project out of it. Baptism by fire. That's incredible. (laughs) Okay. So that was your first taste of, wow, I can, you know, even though it wasn't the most lucrative out of the gate, it was like, all right, there's something here more than just, uh, you know, creating content yeah. and by and, my, you know, you know, my, my kids loving that I'm getting all the attention and views. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kids at their school are like, Hey, we saw your mom. Hey, <laughs> well, I don't know if they loved it or hated at first, but now they just kind of deal with it. So, yeah, yeah. and you know, and, and from the beginning, I, even at that point, I didn't know how lucrative it could be with social media. I, I don't think it was to the point probably until, you know, the big turning point was probably like last in October of 2021 is pretty much a full year that I realized like, Oh wow. Like I can survive off of being an influencer or, you know, social media or just sharing, you know, and that's the thing too, is sharing things that I already love or genuinely use with my followers. I've always tried to be real with them. You know, I've been hit up with tons of companies that, 
you know, or say, Hey, I'll pay you this much to show my stuff. And honestly, like if it's not something that I would use or would want my followers to purchase, it's not worth the money. I'm not doing it you know, for the money. Um, yeah. And they'd you know, start to see through that anyways, and then you lose credibility. And then, you know, all of a sudden things go downhill when you had something good going on. It's like your teaching Absolutely. background went full circle. <laughs> you, you're yeah, you're it, now back to, to advocating and uh, coaching. Educating, yeah. Yeah, educating and teaching. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's funny too, because people are like, well, why did you stop teaching? And I'm like, listen, like my whole thing about teaching was I saw how many kids my parents inspired. I actually had my dad as my eighth grade science teacher and all my friends had him too. And yeah. And still to like this day, I mean, still I'll get messages like, Hey, your dad was like such a huge motivation and inspiration in my life. Obviously I didn't see that back at that age. It's, It's hard to kind of understand that, but I saw, you know, how much people looked up to him and just how, how well liked he was that that's kind of what pushed me to be a teacher too. And it's like, I was able to inspire, you know, just the handful of kids that were in my classroom or, I mean, being a P teacher, it was more than a handful, but you know, the handfuls of kids in each one of my classes, but I've been given this like platform. Now it's millions of people that I can inspire on, you know, obviously a little bit different level than teaching dodgeball, but it's, it's a passion. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, you know, it's a passion that I've found that I really didn't even know that I, I had, you know, doing all these DIY projects and woodworking and, you know, all this construction stuff. And so I didn't realize how many people I've been able to touch, but I get so many messages every day, just from like the simplest, like, Oh my gosh, you motivated me to finally paint this wall or do this or do that. And it's like, Oh my gosh, like from all over the world, it, like the reach from social media is insane. Um, you know, I have people from Australia messaging me every day and, I, and I'm like, it's so weird, you know? And so I'm like, you know what? I might as well just jump on this journey while, while it's available to me and see where the heck it takes me. Super powerful. That's incredible. So Give us like, what has that enabled you to do and kind of where you're at today and what are you focused on and all like what's going on in, in all things, all things so, life today. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, the, <laughs> the, uh, the bathroom was my first project, although to my followers, it looked like I think my third project, just because it was all behind the scenes through this competition, uh, as Got far it. as air date and that sort of thing. So while that was going on, I couldn't share that content with my followers. So I was actually at the same exact time building my coffee bar, relocating the laundry room and doing the other two projects at the same exact time, just so I could show them and then kind of backwards do it. It was definitely challenging at first. I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm doing this, but that's right. Vinny loved the coffee bar. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. (laughs) <laughs> His favorite though is the bedroom and the bathroom, but it'll actually be exclusively shown tomorrow on Drew Barrymore show. Oh, so wow. yeah, that'll be cool. So I filmed Drew Barrymore show yesterday. So crazy. I'm like, wait, what did I just do? <laughs> but yeah, so I ended up finishing eight projects while he was gone. And now that he's back home, we are finishing up two of the bedrooms that I didn't get to. And so the last two days has been interesting. I, I didn't realize it would be uh, as interesting working back together than me alone. So um, <laughs> I, is he I'm getting like, in your way? A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, it's funny because like, 
he was like cutting something the other day. I'm like, why are you doing it like that? And he's like, why wouldn't I? I'm like, well, this is easier. And he's like, oh, you think you're big shot now? And I'm like, well, I've just learned over the past year doing this every single day that this is a little bit easier. So it's funny because now I'm teaching him things that, you know, I've kind (laughs) of, I've kind of learned, but I don't think he really likes me saying that, or, you know, I'll just keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I do work side by side with my wife up at the farm. And it's funny because like, now I'm at the point where she's like, I'm going to call you only when I need you because I don't need all of your advice. I just need some of your advice. (laughs) Like I got this on my own. Like, thanks for your input, but I don't need it anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Except I was proud of him because today I had to go to um, a photo shoot for uh, my real estate company and I came back home and he had finished shiplapping the ceiling. And all of a sudden I got this airdrop to my phone and I'm like, what is this? He took four videos of himself doing it. He's like, I knew you could need the content for TikTok. I'm like, you are awesome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, he's like, I never thought I would ever film myself doing any of this stuff, Corey. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So we have, you know, we're excited to see what happens, um, you know, and what renovations and stuff we have coming up. So I definitely can't sit still. I know I'm going to be busy, you know, doing stuff and with my followers expecting new content, you know, every day, every other day, I got to come up with something new. (laughs) Yeah. Chip and Joanna got to watch out. Exactly. Oh, I know. Right. Corey and Vinny, Corey Corey and Vinny. Vinny. (laughs) Oh my, they'd have to censor like the entire show with Vinny though. So I don't know how that would go. (laughs) (laughs) They just bleep them out the whole time. The the whole thing would be like, wait, what did he say? Oh, I don't, I, you know, we can't show that. So, (laughs) so, I mean, I know that, that a lot of the stuff was while Vinny was gone and, and it was, um, you getting ready and, and getting the whole house. And it was kind of a surprise to some degree. And now that you guys are working together, are you guys going to be working on projects outside of the house or what's that look like for the future for the two of you? Yeah. So we are, we actually uh, have a condo that we're working on now. However, you know, like I, I don't have my contractor's license. He doesn't either. So I'm going to be working on getting my contractor's license here in Florida. I don't know how it is in every state, but like to do anything unless it's at your house, I was able to pull a permit as an owner builder at my personal house. Right. Right. But anything else at anyone else's house, you know, requires you to be licensed. So I am definitely going to be looking into getting my contractor's license to do that. But in the meantime as well, you know, we, we, the, re, the way we were able to flip houses before is by, you know, buying the house, pulling the owner builder permit and then flipping it. It's just, the market is really crazy right now. So yeah you know, to find a house that needs work, you're still paying top dollar. I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, I didn't realize, you know, I just looked up today and I showed him, I said, maybe this is a good one. And I looked at it. I'm like, it's a two bedroom, one bath, 800 square feet. And it was 300,000. He's like, what? I'm like, this is the market right now. It's insane here. So it's, it's one of those things like, okay, should we take the chance and see what the market does? Um, right. Cause then you do all the work you might do all the work the market tanks just to get it back to the price you bought it at. And you're like, Shit, exactly. I'd rather sit on the sidelines and relax a little bit while the market. Oh, I know. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened back with my ex-husband and I back in 2008, 2009, when the market tanked is we got stuck with one that we were just like, you know, we thought it was good time trying to flip it quick and market just tanked right from nowhere. And it's like, it's kind of scary right now with prices of gas and everything else. It's like, who the heck knows uh, what's going to happen? So crazy. Something crazy is, you know, who knows, but something crazy has got to happen at some point. 
Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We definitely, you know, we're going to be doing, adding an addition to our house and doing more stuff around our house to make it, you know, our dream house, just because when him being gone for the year, I mean, it, you know, it took a lot longer than if both of us were here working for me just to do it on my own. But, you know, again, everything I always feel like is meant for a reason. And, you know, I don't think I would have been filming or, or gotten the publicity and followers and stuff like that, that, you know, that I would have if he was home. So everything always happens for a reason. And, you know, now with over 5 million followers, you know, I'll come up with something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So going from this transition, obviously from a teacher to now a completely different 180, which wasn't in your plan, you kind of fell into it unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. What would you tell someone that's like, you know, oh, I want to be an influencer. And they're like, well, do you really want to put in the work? Do you, you know, what, what's the advice you'd give someone? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it, when I used to look back and see people that said like they were influencers, I didn't realize how much work there was, you know, involved in it. You know, I kind of was like, oh, you, it looks like you're traveling the world and somehow getting paid for it. But I mean, and you know, that could be true for some type of content, you know, whether, you know, you're like a traveling blog or, you know, what kind of thing, but for me, it's hard work. I mean, it's not like you're nine to five and you're home and now you don't have to do anything. I mean, 24 seven, I'm thinking, trying to think of content, you know, eight hours a day, I have my camera rolling on time-lapse or whatnot, and then try to condense it by editing it into, you know, a video for TikTok, one minute, a couple minute video for Instagram, a little bit longer for YouTube. And, you know, it's, that takes me a couple hours, then doing a voiceover or whatnot. I mean, it's definitely a a full, full full-time job. Um, and you know, I didn't know what to expect. I've only been able to talk to a couple of content creators that are kind of in the same situation as me. And I kind of joke with them too, like, Oh, I should have been a dancing TikToker Cause I'm like, I could have just learned one dance and, you know, not saying that anything against that. Cause I wish I could dance, but I'm like <laughs> the scope of stuff that is involved. And now people are expecting to see a full room renovation on one post, you know, it, it's definitely challenging. So for any young person, you know, I, I think find something that you love to do and would love to share with the world, because at the end of the day, you have to be genuine. You have to be consistent with posting. That's really a key to it too, is just consistency. And so you know, it's, it's okay. I guess, try to find your niche from the beginning and maybe do a couple of things to see, but make sure that you're being genuine with it or else it's going to get old and tiring. And I mean, I think people can see right through that if you're not being that way. And I mean, it is very lucrative. I'll say that, but find something that you're passionate about and you want to share and, you know, tell your story and, and make it your own. I, for me personally, I wasn't in, you know, going into it to become this, you know, a famous TikToker per se, but it just kind of turned that way. So I can see why people's like, that's their goal or that's their dream. You know, I can see why. And, you know, I guess if you play the cards right. And, but I think just being genuine and passionate about what you're doing and consistent with it, that's, that's pretty much the key to it. Awesome. Awesome. This has been incredible. And I think super, super inspiring for a lot of folks out there that wonder how someone gets to the level that you're at and not to mention you did it in record time. One question we always like, like to ask when you're not do, you know, remodeling or shooting content or producing or editing and 
or you and Vinny are going back and forth and you're teaching him how to do some of the projects now. What What's one thing that you like to do unrelated to anything we talked about today that, that's like your unwind and your relax, that is your unplug in something that, that uh, makes you who you are? I am totally a beach girl. So a Florida girl here. So you can find me at the beach or laying in my backyard, boating, scuba diving, anything really to do with water is is my relax. And I have a perfect backyard to do it in. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. And nothing better than that. Okay. So at the end of the show, we always like, obviously are going to, a lot of folks are going to love this episode and and love hearing the backstory of you. What's the best way for folks to stay up? You know, goes without saying, obviously TikTok, but you know, what's your handles on your different platforms, websites, whatever, where, where the best place for folks to tune in and, and follow you on your journey? TikTok is East Coast DIY. YouTube is also East Coast DIY. And then Instagram is East Coast Florida DIY. And best way to message me is through Instagram DM and um, right there at East Coast Florida DIY. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you for being on the show. This has been actually illuminating. I think a lot of people will relate to the DIY aspect. I know for a fact when COVID hit, everybody was doing all sorts of projects and kind of brought that, that kind of element out of a lot of people. So to continue that, you know, I know it sparked a lot of my friends to continue to do stuff, whether it's landscaping or a sandbox or whatever. So it's cool to see it on a grander scale and learn tips and tricks. So it will be awesome watching your continuing content. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Posting to social media definitely holds you accountable. That's- <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks That's for coming on, Corey. Thanks so much for having me, guys.